0: Welcome to Movies I Show My Brother, I'm your host Lucas Green And I'm the brother Levi Green And this week it's CSI KFC I know he didn't commit suicide, so look me in the eye and tell me what happened to my grandfather Critics are raving, Knives Out is one of the best movies of the year You think one of us killed him? It's an ingeniously creative murder mystery. I have eliminated no suspects. You know something. Spill it. And hugely satisfying with a modern twist. No, stay there! Oh my god.
1: I gotta do this more often. Knives Out. Rated PG-13.
0: Welcome again to Movies I Show My Brother. This is a podcast where my brother and I will be introducing movies to each other that we may have missed throughout the years. Like Die Hard... Blade Runner, Buckaroo Banzai, and many, many more. We'll also take a look at new movies coming out this year, like Dune, Tenet, Those Who Wish Me Dead, and there's so many movies coming out this year that I just can't <laughs> wa- cannot wait to see. Uh, this week, we'll be diving into Knives Out. We're doing Knives Out because Levi and I checked that out a couple weeks ago when we were going to do um, Monty Python the Holy Grail. Uh, but then we decided we're gonna do *Knives yeah, Out* because we sorry saw Sorry, if you and... were
1: uh, hoping to watch *Monty Python* with us, but we didn't. Yeah. Do
0: that. <laughs> well, I I, drugged, I I was I was back home and I uh, dragged Levi to the movie theater to see *Knives Out* because that was my mo- favorite movie of the year year last year, and uh, we could not do it because That's it's right. such an awesome movie. Well, so was, Levi, we're doing *Knives too. Out*
1: too. Because it's still in theaters some places. But wasn't it back because of the Oscars and whatnot? Weren't they all back for like a short run?
0: Um, some places did that. Our theater that we went to wasn't doing yeah. that. Yeah. So if you can check it out, go check it out. Yeah. But Levi, uh, hit us up with a basic summary of Knives Out. No spoilers. Let's let the people know what this movie
1: is. <laughs> all right. The Knives Out, no spoiler summary is that it is Clue, but taken seriously. It is the murder mystery that you've always wanted to see in 2019. It has a great cast. It has the best writing of probably any movie I've ever seen. It's funny while also being serious at the same time. While we go to this mansion with the richest people that you've ever known, and they're the head of the family, the grandfather, is dead. And it looks like mm-hmm. he killed himself, but there's one detective, uh, our boy James Bond. What's his name in this? Daniel Craig. What's his name his in name this? His
0: name is though? Daniel Craig in real life.
1: No, his name no, is Benoit. Benoit yeah, Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. And he's a Southern mm-hmm. gentleman. And he is the world's Southern greatest gentleman. detective in this here universe. And he has a theory that it is a murder. Everyone in the family is a suspect, and we have a great cast with everyone in the family. And then Marta Cabrera, who is, who was the nurse, nurse to the recently deceased. And mm-hmm. she helps Benoit Blanc figure out who the killer was, and it is a great movie.
0: It's very twisty and turny, for those who don't know. Oh, yeah. Just like any other great... Um, murder mystery, Agatha Christie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's a whole lot of fun, and you get all your twisties and turnies
1: throughout the whole thing. It doesn't go how you think it will.
0: No, it doesn't, and that's what makes it uh, a pretty awesome movie because you go in is... expecting, you go in expecting one thing, and then it, it totally turns that one thing on its oh, yeah. head, which is
1: great because they tell you who did it halfway through the movie, and there's still like oh yeah, 50 minutes left. You know? Oh
0: yeah, huh? It tells you who. Th- that's what I was talking about. By spinning it on its head, yeah. I didn't know if we were going
1: to talk about it. Well, that I early. mean, I'm not but telling you who did it. I'm just saying you find you, out who did. You're it. You're right. You're right. Oh
0: yeah, it tells you who who does it, and then you're just like,
1: "Where do we well, go from w- here?
0: What's going to happen from yeah? What's going to happen from here on out?" Yeah. And it's very cool to see where Ryan Johnson, who wrote and directed this, uh, where he takes this movie from there, mm-hmm. and this because it's not what you expect.
1: Oh yeah, it's at great. all. It's not. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, but I do hate that I have to. I have to. I have to preface this with my roommate Abe. He. I hate him for this, but he always guesses things before watching something, and he guessed yeah. who the killer was in this. Oh yeah. Just because he can.
0: It's kind of. I mean, it's kind of easy to guess, but um, it's still a great ride throughout. Oh, the Oh yeah. Whole thing. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you liked it, Levi? What were your thoughts going into this movie? Because we didn't really do a um. A pre-show thing, since this was a just a spur in the moment yeah. kind of watch. Well, I mean,
1: I heard of it, you know, on the internet, and I watched the trailer when, like, before it came out and after it came out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, they're like, it's like Clue. They remade Clue, basically. It's just going to be a comedy with Ryan Johnson. I mean, it's a cool cast, but I figured it was just going to be like a spoof, you know. And then mm-hmm. I go into it, and it's not what I thought it was going to be at all, you know. It was like it was taking itself seriously while also being funny, and I really appreciated Mm -hmm. that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh yeah, it's very witty. It has great like you you mentioned before has great writing uh, from Ryan Johnson, Mm -hmm. who is a great filmmaker director. Um, If you haven't checked out Looper, uh, I definitely suggest that. It's the movie he made before uh, Last Jedi, which he also famously uh, wrote and directed Mm -hmm. too um and this is the but, first movie he did
1: after the last jedi right
0: yeah mm-hmm. this is first movie post the last jedi um but yeah i i think he weaves such an awesome tale here um that i mean is gonna be uh, I, I don't know where i was going with that but <laughs> it is very it's clever. awesome and That's i love it, it. i mean oh he yeah it is clever world...
1: it's a and oh yeah fills it with you know uh,
0: what's awesome is yeah exactly i was about to say that um you like these characters are very flushed out Mm. everyone is so uh unique they're all like to the
1: extreme but they're all like yeah i you're like oh i know that person you know what i'm saying
0: oh yeah exactly Uh uh-huh they all have flaws they are all very much um, so very like i said unique and um one thing I wanted to talk about, well, I'll talk talk more about later, is mm. um, on the Blu-ray, DVD, whatever you buy nowadays, <laughs> um, you get a two-hour documentary of the making of the movie. Really? And it's very awesome, because it breaks down like every little
1: thing. See, no one and does that anymore. They used to do that all the time. No,
0: no one does that anymore. And we can talk about that later in my favorite parts. Yes. But that's one of my favorite parts. That's awesome. And we can we can delve into that a little bit more but let me get to my point. Yeah. Um one thing that was on um the the behind the scenes stuff is they talked about the costuming and how Ryan Johnson specifically wanted um each character to have their own kind of feel and they wanted to kind of push it to the extreme a little bit mm-hmm. without it looking like too cartoony. He wanted them to like you said before come like be like their they're they're coming out of the clue mm. board game. He wanted everyone to be like their distinct character piece, like kind of caricatures, and but it's very taken cool. Seriously. Exactly, yeah. And it's very cool the uh, detail that goes into some of that um, stuff like that. And then the house is just awesome and detailed. Oh, yeah. And every time you're watching the movie, you you notice little things about it that you didn't notice before. Was the house built just, just for this? Such an awesome. Um, Some of the rooms were mm-hmm. That's an actual house They found mm-hmm. in um, I think Massachusetts yeah. They talk about that In the behind the scenes thing too And they used a couple rooms From that house But they also used rooms From surrounding houses mm-hmm. Like I think the library Is from a different house And then they built rooms To like uh, Harlan's um, Study, study and whatnot, Up in yeah. the attic That's why I was, I was curious about And the hallway there With the trick window Mm-hmm Um, But a lot of that stuff is in that house. Like the
1: main floor and whatnot.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they use different things from different houses and put it all together. Yeah, it is really cool. Okay, Levi, what is your
1: first favorite moment? Whoa, is this where we're going to throw up our spoiler warning? Yes, Levi,
0: thank you for warning me. Uh, This is where we're going to throw up our spoiler warning. If you have not watched Nice Out yet. Please check it out. It is an awesome movie. Uh, one of my favorites from last year. Um, definitely, Actually, it, uh, I'll go out on a limb and say it is my favorite movie from last Ooh. year. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. Uh, you should definitely check it out. Um, this is why I'm doing the podcast, so I can show people nice out.
1: One of my favorite moments. You can start top or bottom, whichever Ooh. one you want. Okay, I'll start with the bottom. Let's lead our way up. Okay. The will reading. How many favorite moments do you have? I got three, but I could pull out more. Three, okay. I'm sure we agree no, 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 on you. No, you're few. good. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna say this. Go I'm for gonna it. say this. I really, really like this movie. So there mm-hmm. were just a lot of favorite moments. So I just tried to find. I, when I rewatched it at home, I tried to find the three that stood out to me the most. You know what I'm saying? So you said um, one of your
0: favorite moments is the Will reading.
1: Yeah, after Harlan dies, which. That's not a spoiler, even though we're past the curtain. After Harlan dies, he is, you know, a very wealthy man, and his entire family is incredibly greedy. And they all, you know, want that cheddar cheese. And so when Chris Evans, good old Captain America, shows up, they are all, they know that he got written out of the will because they heard the argument from the party or whatever. And so they're all just like, you know, this will be really good for you. You know, you're going to you're gonna learn something from this. And then as soon as the will is read and everything is given to Marta, it's just all turned on its head. And he just starts laughing because, you know, we know why. And oh, I love that part. Yeah, it's just hilarious. And just very well written, that whole build up to that moment. And then just how Marta reacts, how everyone freaks out, how Frank Oz is there just because. And it's just awesome.
0: Oh yes. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Frank Oz is the lawyer.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. Yoda himself. I that was, was so funny the lawyer. that he brought him in. That was great. Uh-huh. Yeah. I bet. Just a you, small I mean, part. It was that, great.
0: I I guess that they, they struck it off on um on Last Jedi Ryan Johnson wanted to put him on another put him in another movie.
1: Yeah, it worked.
0: Oh. He yeah. get, he gets to do I something other that. than voice work. Exactly. <laughs> I love that this is the rule i mean i i don't know i don't know this for fact because yeah. i don't have imdb right in front of me but i love that the fact that this is one of the roles chris evans is choosing right after captain america oh He's yeah a very jerk. much trying to change his persona in everyone's eyes from being this goody tissues captain america to being uh, ransom the guy everyone a hates terrible person. Oh yeah. His name is With literally sweaters, Ransom. Though. Like Yeah. What the Hugh. hell? Hugh's his real name.
1: Alright. Hugh Ransom, though. That's his middle name. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. That's who, ridiculous. Who, who, what
0: what kind of middle name is Ransom? That's
1: exactly. Weird. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. That they that he they created a villain as a child just by naming yeah, him they Ransom. They really did. They really did.
0: Uh yeah, I love the Will Reading too. I love that has I love that all this whole Movie kind of, I mean, the best thing about it is it all takes place at this house most of the time. Oh, yeah, and almost every scene has the whole cast together. Yeah, and you're right. This cast is amazing. They're Everyone all great. is just so great at the role. I remember when they were casting this movie uh, last year before they shot it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Two um, years ago. I think it was last year. No, yeah. I think it was.
1: No, I think they awful. shot it in 2019.
0: Yeah. Right. they shot it very quickly, they shot it in really? like a couple months.
1: If that's that. interesting,
0: oh yeah, I remember it being
1: super fast. I guess yeah, since well, you're right, um, so they don't have a lot to lot to places to go.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, you know? well then, and then the uh, the reason it was so fast is because they even go into this in the uh, behind the scenes thing. Um, uh, Daniel Craig, Bond got pushed, so he had a window open, so they had to yeah. do this in a certain amount of time. That's fair. So that was what's interesting. Yeah, but the cast, back to that. Um, the cast is just awesome. They're all um, firing, firing on all c- cylinders, and they're yeah, all Yeah, I know. General Zod, Freaky Friday, characters.
1: the guy from Watchmen, Captain America. This is how I remember actors. Yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's it. <laughs> oh, you said Freaky Friday for Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. They all have names. You do know that, right? I don't care. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this, uh, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson... Chris Evans, <laughs> oh shoot, Daniel Craig, James
1: Bond. That's Daniel Craig. Yeah, I know. Did you um, see uh, spinoff on James Bond? A Bunch real quick? of other people. Um, that of of people. Marta, the the main character, is yeah. in the I new James Bond movie too. Yeah,
0: Levi. Yeah. Oh yeah, that comes out That's like really next cool. month.
1: I know. Yeah, I just apparently. I saw that the other day, and I thought that was really cool.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, the, the story I saw apparently. Um, Daniel Craig is the one that said she needs to be in this movie. Really, because they hit it off on uh, Knife's Out*. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very but, awesome.
1: Sorry, back to the will reading. I love yes. the part where they she yells at uh, Marta like, "Get out! This is still our house!" And then she like takes a second and looks back to make sure. Yes. And he like he looks he's like, "Oh, that's right. Uh, no, it's not." And it's just hilarious.
0: Uh huh. The house like belongs literally... to her too. Well, we didn't really talk about this in this uh, when we were talking about the Wolverine. Well,
1: so I'm instead of seen the this. what? I was. I'm sorry. I was going off the assumption that everyone left and watched the movie and came back.
0: I guess you're right. But <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're you're right. Yes, everything got put in Mark's name and not in the family's name. Just to yes, clear the clear the air. Uh, yes, Harman, You, you Harman people that are listening still
1: off. that haven't seen this. Yeah. Shame for Spoilers. shame. Spoilers but Harmon cut everybody in his family off because he wanted Mm -hmm. them to all learn to live on their own because they were all spoiled and terrible people because of his money. That's what he thought. And so Marta, he felt deserved it to take care of her mom and her sister and to just, Mm -hmm. you know, live a good life. So he left everything to her, even the house. That's why I thought that moment was hilarious.
0: But all these rich Uh people freak
1: out. And I love, the other thing I really love about this scene is that when she goes outside the house, when, Mm um, uh, Blanc tells her to just like to run away. Um, yeah. As soon as we you go outside, the camera comes off the tripod and it's just handheld mm-hmm. to go with the chaos of yes. the moment. I thought that was uh-huh. really cool.
0: I noticed that too. I think it's the only time it really goes handheld and yeah. like crazy like that because it's mm-hmm. very. I mean, it's noticeable, but it's for that it's moment. Intentional, it's intentional. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. It's very thought... shaky and very like in her face kind of thing. Yeah. So it very like cool. a
1: paparazzi type thing. Yeah, that is oh, a that was really cool. good
0: comparison. Yeah, that
1: was very cool. What was uh, um, one of, your one of my? Moments? Sorry.
0: Yes. No, you're good. One of my favorite moments <laughs> is probably, maybe not moment, maybe we need to describe, uh, maybe expand this, this section parts? to uh, favorite things. Oh. My... I'll do the opposite of you. My favorite thing in this whole entire movie mm-hmm. is Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig plays Benoit Blanc, the detective. I loved it. What do you mean the, the opposite story? of me?
1: I love Daniel Craig.
0: Well, yeah, but you started with the bottom of your list. Oh, that's just fair. Okay. Top my list. Yeah, I was okay. just going okay. an invert okay. yeah. kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, you said yeah. that we all wrong. Love Daniel I was like, Craig. I didn't love Daniel Craig in this.
0: Oh yeah, but um, Daniel Craig is amazing in this movie. This is the kind of roles that I love seeing from him because it's not James though. Bond. <laughs> uh, I suggest everyone see... Oh, not that he's a bad James Bond. It's just... It's kind of like Robert Downey Jr. He's Iron yeah. Man. But he's also a good
1: actor. Dr. Doolittle.
0: Well, before Iron Man, <laughs> he did some good movies like Zodiac. And I wish he would do more things like that because he's good at it. Give him time. Of he just of, got like, off the... just doing these um, studio movie kind of things. Oh, yeah. I know. Give him time. I know. But... He really chose a uh, chose a stinker of a a movie to come out. Hey, of hey,
1: hey! Listen, I have not Woody seen Gross Doolittle Little* yet, yeah, so I, I will not pass either. judgment. Exactly. I'm I'm not going but to
0: see it. That's
1: the problem. Fact, I'm going to be honest. I have not seen many things with James Bond in it, besides that one James Bond movie you had me watch. We watched *Skyfall*.
0: Yeah. Yes. Spoilers. We are also going to be watching Logan Lucky, which is he's in, which I was going to talk about a little bit. Oh, so It's another one of those oddball roles for uh, Daniel Craig, and he also um, gives this ridiculous accent, which, I mean, if that's a trait he's going to do with (laughs) all these characters, I am in for it 100% because it is just so much fun. And you can tell he's having fun all the time on set and in the movie, and uh, he, I just love this character. And I'm so happy that they're going to do another movie. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. I don't, don't know talked why. About, Spoilers. We're about already it. there. Yeah, we're there. But um, they're doing another movie with Benoit Blanc. And it's kind of going to be like Agatha Christie's novels where uh, Puro is the reoccurring character in all these crazy uh, mysteries. So I'm very yeah, excited about that. I was going to ask you, do you want to see I a to see series of
1: Benoit Blanc movies?
0: Uh, yeah, I want to see more Daniel Craig as Benoit well Blanc. Give me just give it straight to my veins. Ryan Johnson, keep doing original movies because you're excellent. They tweeted asking you what deserve would more. want
1: the sequels title to be. I told you, knives. In. What was inn. yours? Knives in. Knives in,
0: and it takes place in a motel or yeah. an inn.
1: There you go. Mine like was a a little, Mine was on the nose. Like it was guns out.
0: Yeah, that oh, works. Sorry, yeah, no, no, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It just seems too intense. Well, too much. You know. Yeah, Daniel Craig, he's amazing. He's such it's such a great character, and performance in this movie. I'm really mm. happy that they uh, went with this instead of any of the other options they might have thought about. Yeah. Um, he's just my favorite thing about this whole entire movie. Every every time he's on. Uh, the screen—it just—it's a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Um, he's not this like world-class detective too. Sometimes he's kind of bumbling. Um, they even joke about it. Famous detective
1: because of that New York. Yeah, he's article. famous.
0: Uh huh. He's a New York article. That no He's famous. Yeah, he's famous. But sometimes he's not seeing all the clues. Well, that to are be
1: fair, to this is a really hard case. Like he didn't know who hired him. He didn't know why he was there. He was just given an envelope with a newspaper clipping and some money, and so he's like, "Oh, I'll figure this out." So he did pretty well with what he had to go on.
0: Yeah. But they <laughs> even joke about it.
1: Uh, Marta and
0: him, she, he uh, she gives him the toxicology report that would prove her guilt, mm-hmm. and then um, said so he said or she says, "Wow, I just gave you all the evidence. You're not a very good detective, are you?" And he sits down with her and he says, "Well, you're not a very good murderer, are you?" So it's a yeah. pretty funny moment. There are different moments in there that are funny that he's just kind of like in the moment and not realizing what's happening around him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, he's, more, he's my favorite part of the movie.
1: All right.
0: What's your second favorite part, Levi?
1: Well, my second favorite part has to be the weak sauce conversation. When we're really oh, first introduced yes. to Marta. And it's mm-hmm. Benoit Blanc talking to the detective and the state trooper, and I gotta give mm-hmm. it up to those two guys. They are the underrated oh, yeah. stars of this movie. I know the, one uh, of their
0: names. It's Langton Fell. Is that and the guy? I don't from know the, the other guy. the The trooper. Yeah, uh, he is in Get Out. He's in the very yeah. beginning. Well, and the um, he's in uh, Sorry to the You. He's been blown up pretty recently.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, he's good. He's a great
0: actor. I loved him in this. Oh yeah, uh huh. Yeah, he's really really good in this. Yeah, they're both and great. I, just, I, love, I love that scene his, too.
1: What I love is that his relationship with Blanc, Like he doesn't mm-hmm. he'll talk down to him, you know, like they're buddies. Like he calls him Benny, which I love. You know what I'm saying? Everyone else calls him Mr. Benny. I don't Blanc know if they're buddies. I don't I don't think Benny.
0: they've they've ever worked together before. But like I he, he, he like said, you said he, he, he does him. talk down to him. Well, he might know him from the article and that's why he that's why he's, lets, that's why he's letting him
1: work there, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't but, know, I have um, to... Yeah, I do like that too, that relationship of the budding head. He, uh, Blanc has to prove to him that this is actually a murder and not a suicide. And not a
1: suicide. Mm-hmm. But I like how when Marta is introduced, it's great. This is one of my favorite moments about the movie too, is that her um, disease, you could call it, her mm-hmm. regurg- regurgitative reaction to mistruthin', is that how he says it?
0: Now, now you're going to have me say it, and I'm not going to be able to say it. We were talking about this before we started recording, and I could say it. The re- she regurgitative, regurgitative reaction Regurgitative. Uh, you're killing me, man. I had it. Regurgitative <laughs> reaction to in. Dang it. Yeah.
1: She throws up whenever she lies. He, she cannot physically lie. And so that's a great thing for a detective, because he's like, I can trust this person, because she can never lie mm. to me. And that is just such a great example of this movie, whereas it is a hilarious movie, but it is also very serious. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, she cannot lie about the murder, Mm -hmm. but she also will throw up and it's funny. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that is great as it develops throughout the movie as she learns to lie. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. uh She has to maybe not even lie so much as in just like twist the truth and only give...
1: Uh, Well, she does tell one lie at the end. Yeah,
0: she does tell one lie at the end, and we can kind of get to that in my next favorite part. Um, But it is very interesting because um, she is the one that, at least at this moment, um, we're revealed to have killed Harlan. He, she accidentally...
1: um, Well, we don't know that yet in that... No, the... not
0: yet. But I mean, a little bit further in the movie, in, yeah. in the movie, we see that she gave him an overdose of morphine, and she doesn't have the antidote for it. Basically, yes. But this so is where you killed, and I he...
1: disagree: is that she hmm. did not kill Harlan. Even if she did overdose him, he yeah, killed himself. Kill
0: him. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's the. I that's mean, my you argument. Don't disagree. That's why. I
1: mean, I don't know what you're arguing. She would not have been arrested.
0: No, she wouldn't have.
1: Yeah, because he killed himself. That's she didn't overdose
0: point. him. Because remember, he replaced. Uh, no, no, no. But is,
1: even if ransom didn't, and she did overdose him. And but he's that guy. Still, like he still killed himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he
0: did slit his throat, but she poisoned him, and that caused him to do that. So if he, if she would have put morphine in him, she would have been at least dragged through the the, the mud. And Slash wouldn't have gotten the inheritance. I know, but I think the there's at least is. an
1: argument that could have been made. Yeah, Bad.
0: but she wouldn't have gotten the will. Eh, could have fucked. But I, say, let, I yeah, so sorry to go
1: on a tangent, but...
0: No, 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 you're right. Uh, the, yeah, there's an argument to be made there, and they probably would have argued it, but her mother, remember, is in the country illegally. She doesn't want mm-hmm. to be brought out to court, and that's kind of the whole... Yeah. Thing about the whole point. why he wanted to do that anyway.
1: Yeah, but that, that we'll get back to that in my most favorite moment. But what was your another one of your favorite moments? Well, you
0: didn't really, uh, you didn't really go into why you love that scene so much. Uh, I mean, you, it's just it shows it.
1: how clever Blanc is because we had this uh-huh. great setup with all the interviews of everyone yeah. in the family. Love it. Where Blanc, which I think is hilarious, because Blanc treated them all the same. He stayed out of the conversation uh-huh. until the end. But, like, when you mm-hmm. watch it, when you watch all those scenes separately, you're like, he would have had to get up, gone back to his chair, and then got up and given the same exact speech over again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, we watch it concurrently, like, one mm-hmm. moment after the other from, like, his perspective. But, like, yeah. he, like, that's not how it would have happened. So, I just think that's funny to think about. But <laughs> he learns everything about the night. He can tell everyone is lying. And he figures all of them out through those one interview sessions and you get to see them you get to see him explain that to the detective and he Mm -hmm. finds everyone's motive he figures everything out but the 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 detective's not taking it like he says it's Mm -hmm. all weak sauce like none of it is a good argument Weak sauce and i love where it like i I, we both read the script because i sent it to you i don't know if you've read it yet but yeah i read the script and in the script he's just like that's just more like that's Weak Sauce too, like, that's Weak Sauce too. But I love the actor must have ad-libbed this or something, where it's just like, you just keep piling on that weak sauce, like m- miming, pouring sauce onto a bowl or something. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just really yeah. funny. That whole scene is oh, great. Yeah.
0: It's great. And you, like you said, we're introduced to Marta's quote-unquote power, where she can't lie, and she <laughs> well, it's throws a disease, up. Oh, really. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And it really se- it sets up what's going to be a reoccurring a uh, motif for whatever you mm. want to call it throughout and the movie. And that's when he first asked her growing up.
1: That's when he first asked her um, does having a kind heart make you a better nurse? Yes. And that comes back a couple times later in the movie.
0: My next favorite part and um just to be clear, there are so many favorite parts in this movie. Uh we would be talking for the whole entire movie if um if if we were to talk about all the favorite moments, so there are little things that we probably won't talk about the car chase, mm-hmm. the world's dumbest car chase, <laughs> um, uh, just so many different things. I mean, the car chase, the the, the every interaction with the family, um, Marta's family, uh, everything. I love it all. But yeah, but what uh, was my your second, favorite moment? My second favorite moment, yeah, is. Um, would have to be the quote-unquote end of the movie where we get the big classic reveal. Um, the detective explains what's happened here, and uh, we figure out who really did it, who really done it. So in this scene, we have... Um, I almost called him James Bond. We have Daniel Craig, we have Marta <laughs> Darmus. That's her name. Sorry. I couldn't think of her name this whole what's time. What's her name? We have all of our players here, besides most of the family and Anna de Armas. That's right.
1: And Captain America.
0: And Captain America and the two troopers.
1: Right, get out Um, and the other guy.
0: Yes, sorry, other guy. (laughs) We have everyone here, and Blanc kind of breaks down what happened and the fact that I love the twist. I love. The planning that had to go into this—that's very smart. Mm. How, um, how ransom Captain America Chris Evans um, <laughs> swapped the medicine and the morphine, so she would give him more morphine and overdose overdose him. But she ended up because she knows accidentally a giving him
1: difference. more medicine. What?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a slight weight, weight difference between the morphine and the medicine. And she, out of instinct, grabbed the medicine, even though it says morphine, and gave it to him. So really, this whole time, we, we've, she's been thinking she murdered him. She caused his death. She overdosed him. It is revealed that she didn't. And I love that twist. I love that kind of twisty thing. I saw online someone was complaining that
1: that wouldn't be true. That nurses well, here's wouldn't my, do that. Here's my argument, because this is this is actually uh, technically a least favorite part of mine. Okay. Because sorry to spill over to the next segment, but the way it was explained was not entirely clear to me. So, I and mean, we can talk it through right now. Is that Ransom, our killer, Captain America, um, took the medicine, and he took the. Medicine that the old man is supposed to take normally, mm-hmm. out of its vial, and he put the morphine into that vial, so that Marta would overdose him with the correct dosage of the good medicine. I think he just then switched then she- the labels. No, you you see him take it out of the vial, huh. and then that's this is where I'm this is where I get confused because you see him do that, and then he puts it into the other one, so he completely switches them. Or he switches mm-hmm. the labels or whatever. He switches the containers. Yes. And so she goes through the motions and mm-hmm. can tell by the weight which one is which. Mm-hmm. So she gives him the correct one anyway. Yes. But then if she did that, wouldn't she have overdosed him? If she injected him with the correct things? You know what I'm saying? Give me a second. I'm thinking. But if it had, if, but if Ransom had switched them, and she gave him the technically incorrect thing, then he would have survived. You know what I'm like? If the reasoning is that she's so good at her job that she doesn't need to look at the label, and then she would have grabbed. The more like this is where I'm getting confused. She like,
0: takes the no no no. This is what she did. She took the medicine, the the correct medicine. Cause they spilled on the floor.
1: What? So cause they spilled on the floor. Her bag spills on the floor. She
0: takes the correct medicine, gives him the correct medicine. The correct dosage. And then goes yes, the correct dosage dosage. And then picks up the other one, which is the morphine. But it has the And realizes, label on it. but has different, has, yes, it has oh, okay, different label Okay, on okay, it. okay.
1: Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, that, yeah. it just, the way it was explained, I did not entirely understand that.
0: Yeah. She gave him the correct dosage of his medicine. But See, the I other got, one. I understood, said I understood what
1: happened, that, like, it wasn't her yeah. fault. But I didn't mm-hmm. really get how it happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. That makes sense. You get more it sense. now? Sorry, sorry. To...
0: Well, well, what I was saying before we got into that, um, no, it's all good. Um, is some nurses and things like that online were saying like, oh, nurse wouldn't do this, blah, blah, blah. They couldn't tell the difference between movie. the weight and whatnot. Yeah, it's a movie. They set up the rules, <laughs> yeah. and they followed the rules. So, yeah. I mean,
1: that's it. That's, I mean, that's what I respect about movies. We've talked about this a ton. Yeah. If you do not follow your mm-hmm. own rule, this is if you've listened to our podcast for a while, you'll know this was my problem with us, is that if you yeah. don't follow your own rules, then it's not a good movie. This is a movie mm-hmm. where you're right. They followed the rules. She's just that good of a nurse in this fictional world that she could do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Right.
0: Oh yeah, and it makes total sense. So I, uh, back to like talking about the moment at the end of the movie. Um, that's what happened. She did that, and um, so I love that scene where Benoit is bl- is I was gonna say Benoit is blanking. <laughs> um, Benoit is uh, explaining all this yeah. stuff, and they give Daniel Craig just the juiciest monologue oh, yeah. here he's talking about donut holes and there's donuts within donut holes. And well, he said that he earlier, that up the up whole mystery
1: it. is a donut within a, like a donut hole. Like, yeah, I don't want to, like I don't wanna even
0: tempt it because I don't want to do it. Disjustice. We,
1: yeah, we can't do it right. But what I loved about that moment too, is that like, which the very last moment, which I'm sure we both loved, but leading up to that is how you see him before it all gets started. He takes the two medicine and like in the, Scene before this, and he starts mm-hmm. to put tape around them to prove that Marta's that good. I just like that little detail oh, yeah. of like in the background, he's getting ready for his mm-hmm. big speech,
0: you know? Oh, yeah. He knows what he's doing and he knows exactly how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's very awesome, too, is in throughout this whole scene, um, right before this, they took uh, the house, the house lady, housekeeper, mm-hmm. to the hospital because she had been poisoned by ransom, yes. but we don't know that yet. And, um, we assume that uh, she they, they left her to be t- taken care of, and uh, we're back at the house. They say the was doctors are a call any again. minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another overdose of morphine. So they say the doctors are a call, and Benoit gives this big old speech about how Ransom did this, and he's just sitting there laughing, smiling, saying that it's all conjecture. There's no real proof. And then the hospital calls Marta. And Marta says that um, the housemaid, the housekeeper, I can't remember I her name. I can't give it to
1: housekeeper, you. yeah,
0: yeah. And the housekeeper um, is alive, and she can testify against him. So then he gets all upset. He's he's um, just really well, pl- I, playing out his cards. Well, that's and what then I love we about this, reveal this, this,
1: this part, though, is that he's overconfident. Like he oh, yeah. he admits uh-huh. to everything in this moment to where he's like yes that's just attempted murder what do you got me on attempted murder and some arson I'll be out in a few yeah. months and he just bringing, oh, yeah. he admits to it right there
0: mm-hmm. he admits then, to it and then we reveal that Marta this is the lie that Levi was talking about this is the big lie this is the big moment where she lied and she's actually dead but he had admitted just to throws murdering up all over Captain America to begin with oh yeah uh huh. <laughs> it's a real funny moment but it's real awesome that she uh caught him in this lie or yeah. in his own lie um so i thought that was very awesome another awesome moment within this big moment yes and then of course the final moment uh in for a earlier in the film um harlan talks about how um captain america wouldn't wouldn't recognize prop knife if he was stabbed with it or whatever because he said he said um, this
1: is this is my last favorite moment, which we're spilling into a okay. little bit. Is that you do it? You do it. Sorry, I'll give it to you. you sorry. Do it. Is that okay? All right. Is that Harlan had a, this great big speech about how he loves his entire family, but he has to cut them all off. And he said Ransom mm-hmm. was the hardest one because even though they always fought, they're the most similar to each other. Mm-hmm. Because Jamie Lee Curtis, Freaky Friday, said that everyone needed to find a game to play with Harlan to relate to him. Um, Ransom and Harlan were just so alike That theirs was just arguing They were so much uh-huh. the same person That would just yell about everything And Harlan knew that and his, In his speech he talks about how Captain America is so much like him, Ransom, Hugh Is so much like uh-huh. him That um, He will not be able to tell The difference between a real knife and a prop knife And I love that because he's holding the knife As he's giving the speech And he stabs it into a uh-huh. table And it, prove it's a real knife Mm-hmm. And then in a big, big running theme throughout the entire movie is this wall of knives. I'm sure it's from one of the books he's written. That's why it was there in the study or whatever. And in this moment, Captain America says in for a penny as he's just committed to kill Marta. He grabs a knife and he goes to stab her with it, but it is revealed that that was a fake knife. And Harlan was right that he would not be able to tell the difference. And that is yeah, it's a... oh the yeah. best moment in the movie.
0: Oh, I love it because it's just this big, like, dramatic dolly zoom, slow motion kind of thing mm. where it's, it kind of turns into a whole nother movie at that point. It's kind of like a horror movie at that point. Well, it's like slow mo, the grabs her, follows them to
1: the ground.
0: Uh huh. And everyone's, like, diving and mm. things like that. And then he lands on top of her, and you just see the knife. The spring oh it's well, you fake. see like it gets, looks gets like it goes in
1: because it's a fake knife, yeah, and uh, they pull it out and that was just that was great,
0: oh yeah i it's it's so awesome. it's such a smart move to it's uh, a payoff I mean, it's such a smart mm. payoff from the beginning to now um just hit the, the that line like you said, him saying he doesn't know a fake knife from a real knife. And then it just paying off in the end. It's just like, oh, my gosh, that's so smart. Such a genius thing to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my last favorite part, you kind of talked about yours. Mine's going to be a little bit different. Um, my favorite part is uh, the fact that there's a two-hour documentary included in the uh, Blu-ray DVD kind of stuff. Um, you don't see this a lot often. I'm talking to you, Disney, Marvel, <laughs> Star Wars now. No, they're, they're remember- too secretive, though. I remember being we a kid kids, yeah. and watching Empire Dreams and recording it on yes. a VHS because I wanted to watch it over and over again yes. because it was the making of Star Wars. And yeah. it was very cool and it was very influential for me as a young uh, kid who wanted to be a filmmaker. And I say more studios should be doing this. Uh, because they need to be. I mean, it's such a cool thing to be able to see how these things are made and how uh, it's really different from what the final product is. Mm-hmm. So uh, well, you definitely need to do that.
1: That's what's interesting too. Is that Empire of Dreams was like a feature length documentary,
0: oh, and yeah. uh-huh.
1: I, we both loved that VHS tape. But like, what I'm asking for is a even simpler. Like back in the day. They would just have shorter behind the scenes things. Nowadays you're lucky to get like a blooper reel or something like that. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm very, length disappointed. Be a full feature-length documentary, just a little bit of the behind the scenes, you know, vlog a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: I'm very disappointed in the Marvel movies, especially in game and Infinity War, um, not including any of this. I know exactly what they're gonna do. They have it's, it's shot greedy.
1: they've said they've shot like twenty four hours of behind the scenes stuff.
0: I, they're going to include it in the big box set, I bet, and it's going to Infinity Saga
1: five hundred dollar yeah. box set. It's yeah, that's the thing.
0: It shouldn't have to cost an arm and a leg to be able to see this stuff. I know it's going yeah. to be posted online and things like that, but like, I mean, especially the Marvel movies and things like that. I people kids watching that kind of stuff mm. and being inspired by that. I mean, that's how you get new generations of. Uh, filmmakers and storytellers and things like things like that. It's just to see the work and the process. And Mm. it's very cool to see the other side of how this is and how movies are made and things like that. I know Ryan Johnson did one for last Jedi. Mm. I never watched it, um, but I want to, (laughs) I've seen clips of it. No. Yeah. Um, But it is something that I'm infuriated with. I know they'll probably do that for the Marvel movies. And then for the star Wars saga, the box set they'll probably include a bunch of stuff, but it's it's just really irritating because I even remember Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones. Yeah, those had I mean, some good two ones discs too. Yeah, of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, Lord of the Rings, the extended mm. editions, they come with like hours and hours of appendices. Yeah. And I mean, you it have talks cameras everywhere, everywhere anyway, and how they went about you know? the production of the movie. Because what? I said I mean like they have cameras everywhere anyway
1: say? just turn them on.
0: Oh yeah. And It's not Records like they're the not PC recording. Stuff. It's just it it's cool to see the journey that a film takes from beginning to end kind of thing. Mm. Um it's just it's cool. It's did you cool know they do that in I remember I uh, what, last thing.
1: What go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying I was just going to make another point. Did you know they do that in video games nowadays too? Like there's a great God of War making a no. documentary where they did a feature-length documentary on the making of these video games. It's really cool. Oh, really? That is cool. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: It's just a cool thing to see the work that goes into these yeah. kind of big projects. I mean, movies, video games, anything like that. I mean, thousands and thousands of people spend all this time trying to make these for us. It's cool to see the, um, those people and um, to see what their story is and what kind of work they put into it. I agree. Yeah, it's it's just cool. It's cool. It needs to happen more. (laughs) I know that doesn't really have to do with Knives Out, but it's another cool thing about buying Knives Out. If -hmm. you've seen it or if you haven't seen it, I recommend purchasing it because it breaks it down a ton. I've only watched about half of it, um, but it's really cool, all the details that go into it. And Ryan Johnson talks all kinds about everything, all the little details, and it's very, very cool. Levi, I know we both really loved this movie. I actually don't have any of these, but Levi, do you have any other least favorite parts in this movie?
1: Actually, Lucas yes, I really, really hate that I do not have a least favorite moment from this movie ah, like I said earlier I see what you did there. Hey, hey, hey. but like I said earlier, it is just so well written the death of Harmon, the explanation of what happened Harlan
0: Harlan Harlan.
1: Is it Harmon or Harlan? Harlan L. Har- sorry, Harlin. The death of the S- old Har-min man. is Rick the and The death Morty. of the old white man in the mm-hmm. attic behind the staircase mm-hmm. with the knife. With, no, yeah, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so thank you, Clue, for your, all your inspiration. But I really appreciate the Clue jokes as well. That was, that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's just so, so well-written. I will keep telling my friends this, is that it's probably one of the most well-written movies I've ever seen. Everything pays off. There's no loose threads at the end. Like, even Ransom's name, where he says, only the help calls me Hugh. And then the housekeeper he tried to murder said, Hugh did this. Mm -hmm. When she thought, she said, you did this. Like, everything had a purpose. The help calls him Hugh, Mm -hmm. not Ransom. Like, I mean, it's just like, everything was so well written. I cannot find really any big problems with it. I'm sure there are some little problems, but I can't find any big ones. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, it's nothing that distracts you from um, the movie or takes away any of the uh, specialness of the movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I don't have any any, any problems with it. I'll, I, it's very rewatchable too, oh, yeah. and it's very cool to sit down and watch it and um, just notice little things in the background or n- little Easter eggs in the dialogue or just actions that you haven't noticed before. Mm. And um, I'll definitely be watching it for years to come. Uh, it's one of my favorites. L- great mystery. Um, things like that so yeah here's a question for yeah. you
1: before we move on yeah. to our favorite segment what is your? because I have one what is your favorite yeah. payoff at the end of the movie ooh favorite because I really like mine
0: well yours is probably the same as mine well mine is
1: the coffee cup okay my yeah house, my then rules that's my coffee.
0: a great one not what I was gonna pick but that's a good one
1: because that's how the movie starts so and that's many how it payoffs
0: ends in this movie you know what I'm saying Well, that's what it's the second shot of the movie. You see this mug and it says, My house, my rules, my, was it my house,
1: my, my house, my rules, my coffee. My coffee, yes. Sorry.
0: Um, And (laughs) it's it's (laughs) Harlan's cup. So at the end of the movie, you know, uh, Marta inherits the house, inherits everything. It's all hers. So um, she's standing on the balcony. It's, She's Everyone standing is on this balcony looking down at the family who are in the driveway mm-hmm. and her hands covering up my rules and my coffee. So only my house is left. And it is such yeah. an awesome, great closing moment. Genius moment. Loved this it. This is the kind of things Things in this movie that is like genius level. You think about mm-hmm. it it's just like, wow, who thought of this because they need a raise.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite payoff. That's
0: definitely one of mine. It's probably mine. I mean the the knife thing, that's why I thought you were a choose. The no, knife I mean, thing is definitely one of my favorites. There's the ball the baseball. The cow, baseball was great. Um, That
1: that is one of my favorite moments of a transition. How they mm-hmm. went from inside to outside. We fought the camera follows the baseball. Yeah. And then everyone else goes outside to the baseball. I thought that was really neat.
0: Mhm. Well th- and then the whole the the baseball might be my favorite one of my favorites actually. Because the whole point of the baseball is um Don Johnson's character. I forget his name. Yeah. Um but uh, he's married to Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. And um she or right, Harlan has told him that he's going to tell Jamie Lee Curtis about his affair. Yes. And he tells him, yeah, you know, "Don't do it, you know, blah blah blah, don't do it, don't do it." That's so, another great payoff. Don Johnson uh, finds the letter he was going to give to uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and rips it open, and it's empty. It's blank, quote it's unquote. Blank. He's like, blank. ha ha ha, yeah, ha ha ha. He was just lying. There's no proof. He takes this yeah. baseball and throws it out the window. Well, then in a series of wacky adventures, this baseball goes on. It mm-hmm. makes it back to Jamie Lee Curtis via a dog and Blanc throwing mm-hmm. the do- the ball to the dog, and the dog. Ends up giving it to Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis takes it, puts it back in the office because that's where Harlan kept it. Mm-hmm. And then that's the only reason she notices the little note there. Yes. So and that was Don their Johnson little game they played. It's their little game they played. Yes, uh, it's invisible ink. So she heated it up, and the ink showed up, and that mm-hmm. proved that he was having an affair. Yep. So Don Johnson effectively. Uh, caused his own demise in this whole scenario with that baseball, and I love mm-hmm. that. I love that moment.
1: Oh yeah, that's a great. That's a great one. All right. Mm-hmm. So leading into our favorite segment, Lucas.
0: Yes, Levi.
1: Where Shia LaBeouf creeps into our hearts and into our podcasts. What was your shy surprise?
0: So my shy surprise, and that's a that's a tough one,
1: because like I said, everyone
0: in this movie is just on. Ooh, I think I fire. got. I think
1: I got a good one. I think you're gonna like. You think it. you got a
0: good one? I think I probably right. guess yours. Yeah. But let me think of one for me. All right. Because all of the characters in this movie are pretty old, like older.
1: Yeah. Well, that doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I know. He could play one of the. Teenagers. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Yeah. That Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Is gonna play the other
1: the the trooper trooper Wagner. Oh, uh, see, see, that's a good one. That was my original one, but I think I got a better. Oh one. yeah, okay, yeah. That that'd the, be it.
0: That's enough. That's
1: enough for him to come. Small out, enough role, but make, there's some good jokes.
0: Yeah, make a make a point. He could play giddy. That'd be yeah. funny to see him all giddy about the mystery because oh, he's yeah. a big fan of Harlan. Um, that'd be fun. I think that'd be that'd be good for good that's for a good, shot.
1: That's a good pick. I like that pick.
0: Mm-hmm. What's your pick, Levi? Mine is the surprise.
1: One-off security guard. The senile security guard, the crazy old man out in the hut uh, okay. with the VHS okay. security yeah. tapes. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, there's play some... it as crazy as he can. Uh huh. And just a senile like young guy. I guess he's kind of old now, but like just crazy yeah. and still mm-hmm. using VHS tapes because he doesn't trust the government. I don't know, but something yeah. like that. I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah,
0: I, I like that. I like that pick. That's a that's a solid shy surprise pick mm-hmm. right there. I almost forgot about that guy. So, yeah, thank you for exactly. bringing it back. Exactly.
1: small enough that it'd be a nice mm-hmm. surprise.
0: It would be a great Shia surprise.
1: Hey. Hey.
0: All right, Levi. Hit me up with your final reactions to Nice
1: Out. There. You see it two times and we've talked about it a little bit. What do you think? I got to say, I love this movie. It is getting mm-hmm. two thumbs up from me. I am going to buy it and I am going to watch it with my friends. It is that. Yeah. Good have you showed
0: movie. it to anyone yet? Did you and Abe
1: watch it? Not yet. He's been really busy, but he really wants to watch it. We need to watch this and Jojo Rabbit. We're gonna do that together.
0: Ah. Well, don't watch Jojo Rabbit yet because we're gonna do that for the podcast.
1: That's what I was hoping you'd say. But
0: yes, that's we the are because that's another good one that came out last year. That's right. There's a lot of movies on our list, everyone. So uh, buckle in because who knows? We what's hope gonna happen you gonna stick around
1: everything. and watch them with us.
0: Yes, we do, because if not, we'll be sad. <laughs> so you loved it. I'm glad you liked it. I remember I really wanted to take you to go see it. I was bugging you about going to see it uh, for a very long time, and yeah, it, luckily it. it was in theater still uh, when we were, when I was up there. So yeah. I'm glad you got to check it out. So for next week, yeah, I think, unless something comes up, our next yeah. episode, I guess not next week. Yeah. But for our next episode, we'll go back, and we will do Monty Python the Holy Grail. All right. Because we had promised that to our viewers, our <laughs> listeners, before, and uh, we can't go back on our word. So let's do Monty Python the Holy Grail next week. We're not really going to watch the trailer again. If you want to hear uh, what we think about it, uh, check out last week's episode. about uh, uh, Last episode, not last week. We're doing bi-weekly Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Um, last episode about Outlaw King, uh, the back half, the back little portion, we talked about uh, my last five minutes, out. last five minutes or so. So check that out, and if you haven't listened to any of our episodes before, you know check out uh, some past ones. Uh, we've done twenty episodes, almost twenty episodes so far. Next week, our next episode is our twentieth episode. Mm-hmm. To help us celebrate with that. And, uh go back and listen to some of your favorite uh, jams we've done a ton of movies so far mm-hmm. and uh, there's a ton to look forward to uh, check out those they'll be fun yeah so next week we're doing my python we might do parasite here in a bit that one best picture it's very I can't good wait. just spoil our warning uh, <laughs> we'll be doing a bunch of stuff moving forward hopefully uh we'll be doing them a lot more regular we've been pretty crazy with a bunch of stuff so we we'll, we'll keep you updated and we'll Hopefully you'll tune in. Yeah. For Movies I Show, my brother, I'm Lucas Green. And I'm Levi Green. Tune in uh, to our next episode, Work or Do Monty Python. Peace out.
1: See ya. <laughs> Peace out. Knives out. <laughs> hey.